God, you're sad. Rude. <laughs> I'd rather be rude than be sad. And that's what you are. You're a total sad face. You have baby. a piece of spinach in your teeth right now. Hello, are you gonna say hello with me? Yeah, if you don't make that weird face when you say hello. Ready? Hello, hello and welcome to Cha Cha Heels. I'm Pete Zayas. And I'm the Black Kin, and we are back for episode 11. Our special Oscar episode, but you have to wait to the end of the episode to hear it. Anyway, welcome to the show. This is the show that gives you everything you need, whether you know it or you don't. Whether you deserve it or you don't. Whether you'll learn it or you won't. You won't. Pop or popcorn? Speaking of pop, I went to a discussion, a lecture with... John Waters and Jeff Koons, the artiste, and Jeff um, Koons answered questions that John Waters gave to him. Okay. And John Waters is really funny, but Jeff Koons was boring, like his work, like his artwork. Oh, really? I feel like he's a really popular, well-known, renowned artist. Well, he is, but I don't find his work interesting. Well, I mean, you're not... Oh, someone's coming for me right off the bat. Uh, no, I'm just saying, like, don't. don't. Lady Gaga likes, she, like, loves Oh, that's Koons, right. Okay? And, like, that's right. I forgot about trying, that. And I know what you're trying to do. No, I'm this not. This has nothing to do with his because art. It has to do with your hate for Lady Gaga. No, and that's deep I don't hate anything. And that. Except Lady Gaga. But Jeff Koons, that's where I did Lady Gaga's pop art album cover. Which I love. Oh my god! Anybody could have done that with a wig and a ball, uh, a volleyball, and some Photoshop. And you could have done any of Madonna's covers. You just have to take a picture of her. She never does I, anything but have her face plastered all over her CD. I, well, you know, if you're if you're making an album, your face should be on it so people know who that person is. Duh. So and, but anyway, let's get back to the anyway. Okay. So yeah, I went to that, and I thought that was interesting. Except John Waters was the most interesting part. Duh, Jeff Koons. He kept talking about how it was like children were taken away from him and one was being abducted. And then I went home because I didn't know anything about her. So then I went home and looked up stuff about her. And she was even more boring after doing the research. So let's just say I won't be going to any Jeff Koons exhibits. Um, so how are you? I'm doing good. I'm excited because RuPaul's Drag Race is back. She's back, honey. And um, I like RuPaul's Drag Race. I think all... We saw six people, or six or seven, seven this episode, and then we'll see another seven uh-huh. the next episode. And I thought they were all good. Who was your favorite queen? Um, I don't remember his name. I'm not... I mean... Those names are so hard to remember. I can't remember anybody's name. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, I can't remember anybody's name in real life either. I like the one that's a little, like... From like the fifties, she has that little happy like. Oh yeah, she's kind of like a fifties housewife. Yes, I like I like that one. I want if I was on that show, my name would be Rita, and I would be like a Latina from the Bronx, and I would keep it real like, you know, around the way girl, B girl. Okay, you is there like there's a helicopter flying overhead? I mean, I don't know what's going on if they're like. Are they after I'm sure us? it doesn't concern you, whatever, whatever it is. Uh, well, anyway, so I would be that, and I would like my dream would be like I would 
when I got voted off, that I would take a chair and you know how they all write lipstick on the mirror? I would take the chair and smash it on the mirror and that's how I would go out. That's been my fantasy. You'd probably get arrested. As soon so as what about, of course, I'd, I'd be a legendary queen, honey. A real authentic, you know, I would keep a, that's how real and committed I would be to my character. Okay. I'd be now have a rap sheet. Oh, honey, I'll, I think I'm going to do that. I think I'm going to fill out an application. You should. Do I need references? Yes. I have that. Just have, like, all your different women characters reference that character. Each, so have Crystal reference it. Have so-and-so. Yeah, but I'll use all of my own characters yes. as references. <laughs> and do videos of them. <laughs> I really think she'd be a great uh, contestant on your show, and it's just me with a wig, different right. wig on. And you don't take time to, like, you just change the wig and do a different character, like, right on film. You don't well, that, edit it or anything. That's, I think that I love that. It's, a, it's performance art. It's what Jeff Koons is trying to do. You're welcome art. for the idea, by the way. So we're um, back, you know, we're filming this show from a closet in Los Angeles, California, and... There is a storm approaching. Yes. They keep saying that we're going to get a storm. Well, it started last night. So if you were asleep, you missed most of it. And I saw in the news where they're going to have um, sandbags. And I mean, and all it turned out, it was just sprinkled. It's just this, this city's crazy. I mean, but we may get another one. What are we going to do? What if everything floods and there's, there's no, it doesn't like, know. Like it, they always say it's going to storm, but California doesn't know what a storm is. A storm is strong winds, lightning and thunder. And all it did was rain. A rain is not a storm. It is, in Los it, is Angeles. it in that order? Like light, strong wind. Yes, it is then in that thunder, order. Yes, it's in that. Rain. Is there ever like a combo in like combination of all of them? What do you call that? Like a superstorm? Tsunamis? Yeah. I don't. I don't even want to talk about it. No, let's not talk about tsunamis. I don't even want to bring it into existence. Because what if we have a tsunami? But we don't live close enough to the ocean. We don't. That's the good thing about the, having this property in this closet is that we're not near the ocean. I mean, it's we're really lucky. We don't have a lot of things that happen to us. Well, do you know this? We're, we are built on a, a fault line. Yeah, but that's it. We can get swallowed in it. But you know what? I'm not going to worry about that. I'm not going to think about that. It's going to be the first time you swallowed. <laughs> oh, she, oh, honey, she's on today. She's got uh, it today. Lights, camera, action. <laughs> Oh, oh, you also wanted to talk a little bit about Beyonce's dad. How do you know what I want to talk about? Do you read my mind? Yep. Well, I told you I'm third generation voodoo. First generation, if you ask me. Well, Beyonce's dad um, has not been paying child support to his side piece. What? That he got pregnant. Isn't that horrible? That is like so unheard of. Also, Phaedra from Real House of, of Atlanta is uh, being accused. Yes, allegedly. Allegedly of... The mortuary business that she opened, she was accused of stealing people's social security numbers, dead people's. But to, what did she do with to it? To steal people's has... identity and open bank accounts. I mean, this is a really kind of a great, great, brilliant idea. I mean, people think she's dumb, but this shows you that she's brilliant. But I still don't understand. Like, when you take someone else's social security and you open a bank account, there's no money in it. They're dead. And I don't know. I don't understand out. how. Maybe she's, she's hoping she'll win Publishers Clearinghouse. Now, now it's time, time for Devo's Throwing Shade. Ooh, Shay. So we're going to play a clip of one of our favorite divas throwing shade on one of another of our favorite divas. And this um, is replacing women screaming, which is also replacing uh, women accepting awards. And last week, women accepting an award was Miss Patty Duke from the Emmys. Oh, oh my gosh. She walked up there so crazy. You got to look it up on YouTube. And she's like, apparently she was on some bipolar schizophrenic high when she was up for three days oh, wow. and she was there on a date with Desi Arnaz Jr. And I wrote a book report about Patty Duke when I was in the seventh grade called Call Me Anna. 
and because that's her real name uh, okay. and she was her manager's changed her name to Patty Duke. And she had the Patty Duke show where she played a twin and she both she played both characters. That's where Lindsay got it from. Yes. No, that's from the parent trap. Yeah, but that's where they got it from the Patty Duke show. Well apparently they came up with the idea of making Patty Duke a twin because they said that she seemed to have more than one personality. And that's how they made the show up around her. So that's a little Tiva trivia for you. So um what are we doing? Do we play the clip? Or we haven't played the clip now. Oh hit it. I really haven't paid attention to Madonna since I was in like seventh or eighth grade and she used to be popular. So I didn't, <laughs> I didn't hear that. Oh, the shade. Yeah, the shade it. of it all. Why can't these divas just get along? They can't. They need, you know, you need teamwork in life. Like if you go shopping at Ikea, like we did. We went shopping at Ikea this week, me and the Black Ken. And uh, it was nice because it was during the week and no one was there. And that's the best time to go to Ikea. But I couldn't buy anything because I had to put everything together. Right. We're so, like, oh, let's get that. Never mind. We have to build that. No. Yeah. So <laughs> we got a pillow. And a rug. And that's it. It looks fresh. Thanks, Ikea. So I'm pulling at the purse string, spending money like it's going out of fashion. Keep on dancing, but I can't find my right moves. Still, I'm weightless, busy shrugging off the first thing. Dripping honey like a fool without a passion. Keep on dancing, but I don't fit the right shoes. Am I weightless? Yes, that is Nana Cherry's new song off her new album. She hasn't had a new album out in 16 years. Can you believe it? What has she been doing for 16 years? Just standing in a buffalo stance? Buffalo stance. Oh, wait. Wait a minute. You don't know Nana Cherry's song, Buffalo Stance? Oh, no. We have to play that, too. We always stand in the buffalo stand. We get the time and the time we're doing. Hi, yo. Don't you get fresh with me? Uh huh. It get crazy. Uh huh. You were. Hey, say you want that money and you know I don't have no money and I got that bad credit, but I'm gonna pay on time. I pay on time because I've got the crime. And baby, you know that you can have all mine. Oh, wow. Exquisite. That was exquisite. I mean, I don't know what that dance was you were doing with that, but it. Oh, this show needs, needs to be on film. On Cinemascope, so you can see me. On the Nickelodeon. Do, 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 do. I have this piece of spinach stuck in my teeth this whole I damn show. I told you. I can't get it out. It's fine. No one can see it except for me, and I'm sitting directly across from you. Does it look pretty? No. Disgusting. Why don't you suck it on my tooth? <laughs> okay. Listen, you want to talk about your mom and birds, right? Oh, yeah. My mom has a weird thing with birds. Birds are supposed to be like, calming aren't they like when they whistle or whatever that's what people whistle do. don't they wh- chirp or something what do they do birds have a sound tweet what? oh they tweet they tweet her they, who chirps i guess the bird chirps but you said whistle don't parrots whistle because you whistle. parrots talk <laughs> have you ever been around a bird <laughs> you don't know birds i don't i know that people don't like birds because they're scared they're gonna fly and like mess up their hair well my mom must be black because birds have a weird thing with my mother what do they do well i think my mother's a lizard what? Did you ever watch, remember that show V? 
V. It's called V in the 80s. No. Well, they were all look like humans, but underneath their skin, they would peel their skin back. They were aliens. They were lizards. And in one scene, there was a bird flapping around that was scared because they ate birds and rats. But the point of this whole thing is, is that my mother doesn't like birds. I want to share a story. So... When I was younger, my mother bought me a parakeet, like a bird, like a little, those little green little birds. Didn't talk, just a, not, she got it from like Woolworths, because back in the day you can buy like fish and... Like Petco. Yeah, but it's like a department store, and back then they had like... Oh, like a section for Yeah, pets. you can get like little birds and fish and hamsters and things, so she bought me the bird. And then the next day it died. I woke up and that bird was dead in its cage. So my mom used to take back everything. She always kept the receipts for everything. So she put this bird in a box and took it to the woman at the cash register. And she handed the woman the box and said, I like to to return this. And then the woman opened up the box and saw a dead bird and she screamed and threw the bird up in the air. And the manager came out and was like, what's wrong? And she's like, there's a woman. (laughs) This woman just returned this and pointed that dead bird. But she got her money back. She didn't want another bird? No, I think she didn't trust them because they died. So then when I was uh, going on a field trip for my school, my mother and father were always like the chaperones. I always wanted them to be the chaperones so I could get away with doing things that like, you know, I wouldn't have any sort of restrictions on me if my parents were there. And so we went to an aviary. And my mom had bright red hair at the time. She's a hairdresser, so she always changed her hair. And we're walking along, and with you know, my mom's like sort of guiding all the children. And all of a sudden, this bird, the size of a turkey, flies down and swoops down and tries to attack her head. And she screams, Aah! and all the children start laughing. I was so embarrassed because my mom was like got attacked by a bird. And then one time we went to um, a pet store in the mall and there was like these really big birds and they Mm -hmm. were like uh, tied up to like branches outside they weren't in cages they were just like with their foot was tied to a branch and she just walked past and all of a sudden they started going crazy and trying to like fly off those uh, branches and a manager came out and told her to move away from the birds and leave the store (laughs) and then one time we were at the beach and Miami, and there was nobody around, and all of a sudden, seagulls came out of nowhere and started circling us and hurl, like, like flying down by us and like landing by us. We were being, you know, sur- surrounded by seagulls. And then another time, the finale of it all is, I was in New York. My mother came to visit me. I came home from work, and there was this bird in my wind uh, fire escape in a in a, in a bird's nest. And I was like, what is this bird doing here? And she's like, these kids found it. And they went. I was outside and they found this bird and I said I would take it in and take care of it. Well, the next day, guess what happened? Bird died. <laughs> so she's, next thing you know, it's a knock on the door. I open up, the, uh, my mom opens up the door and she's like, they were like, the kids were there, they wanted to see the bird, these the kids in the building. And she's like, oh, hold on, I'll get the bird for you. Gets that dead bird and brings it over in, this, in the nest and she goes, here it is. And showed them the dead bird. They look so sad. She slowly shuts the door on them, looks at me and starts laughing. <laughs> I was like, who is this woman? Who is this woman? My mother is this, like, is a, has this weird sadistic relationship with birds. And that's know. my mom and birds. The story of man and his friends, the birds, is filled with many fine examples of ways in which these noble creatures have added to the beauty of the world. Did last night I came home 
Outside my head, there goes my jeans. Outside those wigs, there goes those weaves. Oops. Whatever happened to Tweet? I liked Tweet. I loved Tweet. She didn't have... She wasn't white enough. Well, back then, black women looked black. No, they didn't. Oh. Well, not I mean, I'm talking the gr- about maybe in the groups they did, but not like individual singers. Well, that was, she came out like in 2002. I don't know. I think she should have been like a little, like if she was a little bit wider, people would have really took to her. Wow. You think that people don't like black women? No, I just think that black women after the year, after the eighties, black women that look more white are more successful. I.e. Beyonce, Sierra, anybody. Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj, Rihanna. I mean, can you name any black woman that has a solo career that doesn't look like she may, could pass as either white or Latino or half and half. Okay, let me think about this. Think about it. Okay, um, to I'm gonna no, no, I'm gonna give you an answer. Okay, you you can't. It's going to be that's gone. That's had the success. Mary J. Blige. She's 80s. She's not even 80s. She's 90s. You got one, Mary J. Blige. Um, C.C. Peniston. Who? Excuse me? Cece Peniston. I don't even know what that is. That sounds like some drug you take when you're sick. Cece it is Peniston. a drug that you take when you're sick. And it takes you out to the dance floor. Woo! Finally it's happened to me. Now he's fine to my face and I just cannot Should we ask my mom who um, her favorite... Uh, which black celebrity looks? Yes, we should. What was I saying? Which black? Who her favorite black female c- artist is that doesn't look black? Okay. Hopefully she's not with a bird. Ugh. Otherwise, it'd be dead. What if you, and then Peter's gonna get on us. What if you woke up tomorrow and there's just a bunch of dead birds on your windowsill? That would be amazing. I just think it's so funny that she laughed at those children. Does she like the movie birds? No, she doesn't. Probably because well, my mother kind of looks like that um, woman with the blonde hair. She does actually. My mom also listens to this podcast, and she calls it "I love your I love to listen to your new iPod." She calls it the iPod. Hi, Hi mom. You're on uh, the air with Cha Cha Heels. Oh, is Cha Cha Heels on? You're on it right now. Oh. <laughs> we wanted to. This, okay, look, listen, this is, this is our show. Don't try to hijack it. We wanted to ask you a question. Hit it, Black Cam. We wanted to ask you who your favorite female pop diva is that's black that doesn't look black. Uh, does, it, does she have to be deceased? <laughs> no, she can be... Uh, yeah, she can be deceased. She has to be alive. She, okay, she has to be alive, Whitney. yes. Whitney. Whitney. <laughs> she has to be alive? Yeah. Yes. Beyonce. Good choice. Beyonce. Beyonce looks white. Yes. Um, well, Mom, why do you think you have a, a problem with birds, by the way? Uh, I think it's the scent in my hair. You have a... You mean the... They, pro- like, they like the gel that I put in my hair. What gel is it? Uh, the 
It's for what? It's called Bernicia's Jill for the hair. Well, thanks for being a part of Cha Cha Heels. We'll talk to you later. Bye, Mom. Bye. And that was advice from mom. Oh, mom. What advice does she get? I like. I think that's what's funny about it is that sometimes it won't be even be advice. We'll just call it. It's like words of wisdom from women. It's not always words of wisdom. Sometimes it's just something. No, I was just, I was doing, I was acting like we were on it. I was, oh, I didn't know we were going back. <laughs> I thought you were literally asking. No, I mean, this is a hot mic. And when the hot mic is on, you have to know when and you know. Oh, wait, so these are certain things that I'm, 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 I've been in broadcasting. I said the broadcasting. Oh, I said broadcasting in my freshman year of college. So this is called a hot mic, and there's so certain things I? you don't do I when did, the hot mic. I you don't did cast. magazine journalism. Broadcast well, we're not NPR doing a we're not doing a magazine. We're doing a podcast, well, or as my mom calls it, an iPod. Next time, we'll give you the scoop. I don't want to Google it. I want someone to email okay, us well, and email tell us. us. And if you know, tell us everything you know <laughs> about them. Nobody ever emails us. Yeah, email us. We deserve it. We haven't gotten an email in a long time. Is anybody still out there? Hello? <laughs> Hello? Hello? And now it's time for words of wisdom. Wow. You gotta learn how to, if you're gonna introduce oh, this something, is sad. you gotta introduce it. This is really sad. You don't even know how to introduce this no, segment you anymore. you don't know how to. You're gonna do it. Sad. You better come correct. You're you so better come sad. correct. I am correct. No, you weren't coming correct because you started off and then no, you started No, I started off, off like on the right note in the no, right way and you just, you, you don't could, know. That's so sad. Anyway. Words of wisdom. And today's words of wisdom is from the legendary Venus Extravaganza from the House of, of Extravaganza. Extravaganza from the movie Paris is Burning. What is wrong with you, Pedro? Are you going through it? You're going through some kind of psychological change in your life? She went back to be a man. Oh, you went back to being a man. Touch this skin, darling. Touch this skin, honey. Touch all of this skin, okay? You just can't take it. You're just an overgrown orangutan. So that well, Venus Extravaganza, she was at the pier and she knows what she was talking about, honey. Those women, those back then when you were a, a transgendered, you know, you were living on the streets of New York. Back then, either you lived or died. I mean, like, it was just survival of the fittest. How did you survive? You became a mother? You became a mother to take care of That's, you know, if you've survived, you learned, you know, living the on the streets, the, the tricks of the trade. You know. And how did they end up with these houses and everything? It didn't have money. Well, that's in the West Coast version. On the East Coast version, is, is you have an apartment. Okay. Or then you have your voguing battles in the Elks Lodge in Harlem. So why didn't they say Venus Extravaganza from the apartment extravaganza? Because they're called houses. Why? Like the, because they have fashion houses, like the house of Yves Saint Laurent or the house of uh, okay. Prada. Okay. So the house of you know Givenchy. What would so they were taking the, the the houses of different fashion lines and making you know spoofing and making it you know right. turning it up. What would the, yours be? Mine, yeah. the house of Felicia Rashad, because nobody should suppose like Miss Claire Huxtable. Learn it. Oh, speaking of gays, I'm doing a show on March. I don't know what our producer is doing. She's lighting. She's lighting her stuff. That she thinks we're on film. Um, the house. I'm doing a show to benefit gay, the LGBT Russians in Russia, and I'm doing a comedy show. It's March 9th, um, and buy tickets for it. I'll tweet it out, and then if you're in New York, I mean, if you're in LA, I don't know where I am. It's in Santa Monica. 
And you can go see me do stand-up and do a show. And this is just the beginning for me because I'm going to go to Russia and adopt a gay Russian baby. That's black. Yes. So this is just, this is a new frontier for me. This is how I'm going to go into my old age. I remember you. I remember you. We met at the Club APT in the Meatpacking District. And you were wearing a football jersey that said Cowboys. I don't know what that was. I had a fedora on. And we danced battle. You lost. And then I wrote my number on a napkin. Your friends asked me if I was Britney Spears' choreographer. I lied and said yeah. So then, you called me two days later. I invited you over to my apartment because I hurt my foot and I needed pain medicine. You brought me a pain medicine. I passed out before I could really get to know you. When I woke up, you were gone. I never heard from you again. But I always remember your face when I hear toxic. I remember you. I remember you. Smoke, you got a light? Debbie, what are you doing here? Sisters! Um, um, the doctor's ready to see you now. She's right through this door. Sorry, I was running a little bit late. Um, I just had a baby and things have been kind of crazy. Dr. Ackerman's used to crazy people. I mean, she's a therapist. Anyway. Oh, one more thing. I've things have been really crazy with me since the baby. I oh, I, we, we hear a lot about things being crazy. Here. I just wonder if maybe you could make sure no one comes in until I'm finished with my appointment. You're the last appointment for Dr. Ackerman today. So nobody uh, else will be here. Okay, thank you. Enjoy. Uh, hello? Yeah, proceed. It's weird. <laughs> I've never been to a therapist before and their chairs turned around. Um, I'm basically here because I have a sister that is, I don't really know how to say it except um she's trying to ruin my life how does that make you feel it makes me feel (laughs) just out of control Uh, (laughs) doctor you're gonna need a doctor ah hello sister debbie Ah! what are you doing here good to see you again amanda of course you didn't know it was me because my chair was turned from you, you stupid bitch. Well, you came to the doctor to talk about me. Is it your problem? <laughs> Why not just talk to me directly and say very nasty rumors behind my back? You have a light? Listen, Debbie, I haven't been spreading any rumors about you at all. I don't know where you were. You just said I was ruining your life. Why? Because I came to the wedding that I wasn't invited to? Because I came to the birth of your child that I wasn't invited to? I just want to be a part of your life, sister. (laughs) I'm sorry that night at the summer party I shaved off all your hair. You sure are sorry. The girls told me you look like a Pomeranian. I couldn't be embarrassed in front of all my friends, Debbie. It was my first sleepover. That's not my fault. Mommy and Daddy bored me with kinky hair. (gasps) Debbie. (laughs) (laughs) All I ever wanted to do was just to be a good sister. But you never gave me that chance. 
Now it's just me and you, no, sister dear. No. Nobody else is here. The go. door is locked. <laughs> One slap or two. No, Debbie, please don't do this. Are you looking to get your head shrunk? Well, I'm here to help you. <laughs> How's my right hook? You like my new boots? No. Take a closer look. Let me out of here. I just want to write you a prescription. Here, let me just show you this. No! And in six seconds, this bomb will explode. And I'll see you in hell. Debbie, I'm sorry. I'm going right out Five, that window. Four, three, two, one. Oh, I forgot to turn this on. Hmm. Well, I got a pack of new parts around here. Sisters. Oh, why? I just don't like to see that. I don't have any brothers and sisters, so I don't know what it's like to have sibling rivalry. That poor woman had to jump out the window. And you know, I also have jumped out a window. Yes. Did you get along well with your sister? I do. We get along really well. Because um, we, I guess it's because we... Two just, girls. Yeah, we didn't spend a lot of time together. I mean, we like were together while I was in high school and then junior college, and then I went to college and she did her junior college, so... We meet up, we talk, we catch up. But she's moving out here, and I'm excited about that, actually. She's going to become a, a Hollywood girl? A Hollywood girl. She needs to get a tramp stamp. Oh. Yeah. And she needs to talk like this and just be real condescending. Yeah, I'm a Hollywood girl, and you're sad. Hollywood girls sound like they're always asking a question. Um, um We're going to go out tonight and have fun? Yeah, I guess. Right, we should. I'm going to really, like experiment tonight with my body and maybe let him put it inside my mouth. That's how they talk. Hollywood girls. Huh? You're sad. Rihanna and Drake are dating, apparently. Uh, Well, they were just out together. You don't know if they were dating. Oh, I know. I'm so sick and tired of the tabloids trying to put them together. I wish I... I've been meant to pick up one of the tabloids this week. Well, on the cover, it said that uh, Kim Kardashian says her butt won't stop growing. Did you see that cover? No. Yeah, it's so sad. I'm so sad for that family. Is That's Bru- the best thing that could happen to her. She loves black men. Is Bruce Jenner going to... Is he becoming a woman? What's happening with that? She should take some of her butt and give it to him for his, like, lips and his and his I don't want hips. To, I don't want to talk about them. I don't Why? want... They don't need, need to be promoted on my on this show. No, they do not. Oh, you don't think they're noteworthy? No, they're not noteworthy, but Mariah Carey is, and she has a new song out called Eternal. You're mine. Mariah Carey, she was on some morning radio show and she brought in her own lighting crew. It was like seven in the morning yeah. and she was drinking a, gla- a champagne out of a Pit. coffee cup. And it was on her mustache like the... <laughs> she looked disgusting. With that round face. What's wrong with her? Touch my body, move me on the floor, and now you know what you're gonna do anymore. <laughs> That's the remix. Uh, can we, I just want to hear that note, that... No. Honey, nobody nobody wants to hear that. No, that's why. That's what makes. That's what's making birds go crazy and attack my mom. I thought it was her hair gel. Oh, my mom. Poor mom doesn't know that it's really Mariah Carey. Strip me naked and put me outside. Strip me naked. 
Contemplative. Oh wow! It's getting, I'm, a, I'm an introspective guy. I'm, th- I'm a d- deep thinking. That's oh, what it's, a that's deep what it's. Oh. Sad that you don't know that. A deep thinker. It's sad. Oh. Yeah. We all have thoughts, and we all have a right to say them. And now we're going to do something where we're going to talk about our own thoughts. It's our final thought, uninterrupted, unfazed, uncensored, unfiltered. Now that you just interrupted me, that's not what this is about. Sorry, sorry. All right. Get on your soapbox, girl. Say, how, say it how you mean it. I just want to say, remember, make sure that if the gift you're giving isn't worth giving, don't give that gift as a gift. That's it. <laughs> Honey, wrap that gift up and send it out Federal Express. Well, this is another edition of Cha-Cha Heels. Thank you for listening, everybody. Um, I had to take a nap. This show is really exhausting. But follow me on Twitter at Pete Zayas. Like us at Facebook at Cha-Cha Heels. Email us at ChaChaHeelsPodcast at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram at Pete Zayas. Watch me on YouTube at The Teddy Teddy Show. Um, I, I, I live on uh, Edgemont Street in Hollywood, so you can come by and peek in my window. I also drive a Chrysler Sebring, so you can follow me around when I drive around this town and look for parallel parking. Call me at 213-842-6666. And um, uh, massage me. Okay, that's it. You can follow me on Twitter at the T-H-E-E Black Ken or on Instagram at Marcel is my name because it is. And um, don't do any of that. Don't 
email or call me or any of that stuff. I'm just, whatever. Thank don't you. Don't stalk me or anything. You don't want to be stalked? I mean, unless it's like a good stalker. Then I, I found an old um, restraining order. But you know what? I ended up never giving this to him because he just stopped harassing me. So I had it and I filled it out and I never bothered to go through with it. Because there was a court date that I had to go see him in court, but I had to go to New York. I have vacation planned. I think I'm pretty special to be sec- to be stalked. I mean, who else who else can be stalked and live to tell the tale? There's a lot of people. Who? Demi Moore. I look Paris like Hilton. Demi Moore. I'm Paris. I look like pe- people are telling I mean, me I'm the I mean, Paris Hilton. I mean, the list can go on. You're not that special. Anyway, well, that's another edition of Cha Cha Heels. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for we listening. Love you. We love you. Hold up. Wait a minute. Let me put some Oscar in it. So I'm here to give you the recap of the Academy Awards. Unfortunately, the Black Ken is not able to join us. He is accompanying the uh, Best Supporting Actress Lupita on her uh, Vanity Fair Oscar parties. So I'm going to give you the dish one-on-one. Well, the night started off with Jennifer Lawrence doing her usual loose ball pratfalls, falling down outside of the limousine before entering the building. Honey, Jennifer Lawrence loves a pratfall. She's still in loose ball's act. You go, girl. That's her new thing. And then Ellen DeGeneres came out and did her monologue, and she delivered. Not jokes, but pizzas. The first award given that night was for Best Supporting Actor, and it went to Jared Leto for Dallas Bryce Powers Club. <laughs> yes, honey, she won for playing a man. She looked like a woman playing a woman playing a man. Girl, I don't know what happened. I didn't see that movie, but good for you. She won. She gave a speech. Everybody loved it on Twitter. So that counts for something. So after Jared Leto's win for Best Supporting Actor Playing an Actress, we had Bette Miller doing the In Memoriam, where she sang a song from 25 years ago. And they just should have showed dead celebrities from 25 years ago, as far as I'm concerned. But I love the In Memoriam. That's my favorite part of the show, because that's when they usually have, like, the audience applauds for every dead person, and, like, some people get more applause than others. But somebody got a note and gave it to them, because nobody applauded during the In Memoriam, and it pissed me off. They ended on Philip Seymour Hoffman, which I think they should have ended on Shirley Temple because Shirley Temple saved the country back in the uh, the First World War. Then they introduced Judy Garland's daughter, Liza Minnelli, and Lorna Luft because it was the 75-year anniversary of The Wizard of Oz. And I can't believe it's only been 75 years. I'm sure it wasn't 175 years when that movie came out. But anyway, Pink came out dressed in a dress of uh, Judy Garland's old ruby slippers and saying somewhere over the rainbow. And while poor Liza was just sitting there, they didn't even use her. She just sat there with her blue hair matching her dress. It was, you know, if they're going to sing that song, have Liza do it. But they can't, you know why? Because Judy asked Liza. Judy told Liza, never sing that song. Promise me that is my song. So... Thanks to Judy, we had to have Pink sing it to us. I'm surprised she wasn't on some goddamn trapeze with a fucking uh, wind machine to make her look like she was in a tornado. Pharrell sang his song Happy and he brought out that hat again. With a bunch of kids dancing on stage. Oh, that was actually the highlight of the show as far as I was concerned. And then, um, then Kim Novak and Matthew McConaughey presented some award. I don't know because I lost track. But honey, she was all disheveled and disoriented. She still got that vertigo. Then it was time for Best Supporting Actress. Who could it be? 
Of course, it was the fashion plate, Lupita. Yes, honey, Lupita. She won Best Supporting Actress. She looked great in her dress. As far as I was concerned, she was the best dress. She was wearing a little um, tiara headband in her head. You go, girl. She gave a great speech. Then Best Actress was Kate Blanchett for Blue Jasmine. I love that movie. And I loved it the first time when I saw it when it was Streetcar Named Desire. Yes, honey, Vivian Lee was rolling in her grave. She didn't win for Streetcar Named Desire, but Kate Blanchett won for that. And um, then for Best Actor, it was Matthew McConaughey. She gave you 1985 AIDS realness in that role. As far as I was concerned, the Best Supporting Actor should have went to the lesion on her forehead in that role. That lesion on her forehead was giving it in that movie. I couldn't pay attention to Matthew McConaughey, but that lesion, honey, she stole all the scenes. (laughs) Sidney Poitier and Angelina Jolie came out to give the Best Director Award. And she was giving you Earth Mother of Cinema. While she was slow motion walking out with 95 to 110 year old Sidney Poitier. And Best Director went to Steve McQueen, who I thought died. Uh, He was an actor in the 70s. He used to date Alan McGraw. But I guess she's still alive and she's black and she won. Oh, wait, no, it didn't. Best director went to Gravity, the man from um, Espanol, Spain or Mexico. Even who's Latino, the producer, thinks he's from Mexico. I don't know, but he's handsome and he has gray hair and he won Best Director. Congratulations, senor. I don't know who was directing the show, but the camera angles were insane. Was Alfred Hitchcock directing this show? Honey, she was giving you all kind of like side angles, background angles. I thought somebody was going to come up behind the presenters and kill them. They looked like there was action in the background, but nothing happened. They were trying to give you noir cinema. It's an ABC telecast. Calm down. Then John Travolta was there giving you a wig, honey. Let the wigs begin. She introduced that woman from Wicked who couldn't sing that song. She just screamed it at us. Thank you. Idina Mazel. Idina Mazel, honey, she didn't hit all the notes. She hit the wrong notes, the high notes. She was flat. She was off key. It was like Madonna was singing. Then best movie of the year went to 12 Years of Slavery. Is that what it's called? I don't know. I didn't see it. All I knew is I felt like I was a slave watching this goddamn show. But I did it for you and for me. Best dress, I would say, was... Lupita, that's easy, I know, but when, I mean, honey, I lost track. And best dressed male went to, um, I like the kid from Fruitvale Station. She had on some really cute shoes. And worst dress went to Julia Roberts, honey. She looked like she looked middle aged, middle America, middle earth mother, black swan, black, um, ostrich. And worst dressed male went to um, Jared Leto, honey, because she's giving you um, caterer on uh, Royal Caribbean cruise with Auburn realness. So when all was said and done, um, Ellen hosted. She gave out pizza. She took selfies. Honey, I could have done that show. I could have hosted it. I do all of those things. Uh, some black people won awards. Some Latino won awards. White people took over. It was, you know, America 2014 realness. Alfred Hitchcock directed. Oh, what? what? It was fantastic. And now back to our regularly scheduled podcast. (laughs) And next week, we're going to have another guest. Surprise guest. So tune in for another edition of Chachi Heels. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Gosh.
Right. Maybe we should just cut that out of the whole show. I am, you know, I'm just trying to be invented and share a portion of my life. And I don't need... I'm going to work on that. I'm going to work on that. I'm going to work on my penmanship. But, you know, in the future, no one's even going to know how to write because everybody texts. So, you know, I'm already ahead of the game. I cha-cha-cha-cha. Your handwriting sucks.